Hey, this is The Last Coffee House. Today, we are talking about the most poorly executed piece of propaganda I have ever seen. If I am wrong about this, oh my god, somebody prove it to me. It, it will absolutely blow my mind if I'm wrong about this being absolute BS. So, it's an article in The Independent. It was written by Angela something or other, who didn't have any contact information, by the way, when I clicked on her name and tried to find some. Other authors on this particular site did. This is an opinion piece, though, so it might not mean much of anything. Okay. The article's called, I voted for Donald Trump in 2016, now I see what a terrible mistake I made. It's Angela Ryan was the name, yeah, for The Independent. So it was published on September 4th, 2019. When I originally saved it, that was the title. When I just checked it again, it was called, I was one of those white women who voted for Donald Trump in 2016. Of course. <laughs> so anyway, I am virtually certain that this is just a liberal pretending to have been. I mean, I saw it a lot when it came to the whole atheism versus religion thing. A lot of religious people, you know, they would assert that they were just out and out atheists for the longest time and then something convinced them. You know, it was like, I was an atheist that I saw Pascal's wager and that nobody gets convinced by Pascal's wager. Are you kidding me? So anyway, it's, it's pretty parallel to that. Now, there are all sorts of markers that could indicate that this is a completely truthful and legitimate and genuine conversion as a result of Donald Trump. I mean, I, I'm sure they're out there and I'm sure they're completely genuine. This is absolutely not one of them and we'll go through why that's the case. So, this person says, in her first presidential election, she voted for Ronald Reagan, and then the rest. So it's just like, I voted for Ronald Reagan, uh, and then the rest. So obviously this stands out a little bit. This is the only one mentioned that was voted for, and it happens to be like the hero of the Republican Party that was voted for, okay. And not only that, I know a number of Democrats who did vote for Ronald Reagan, so this wasn't, this wouldn't be beyond the pale, but still, this is just a, I mean, this could be absolutely true and have nothing to do with anything, but it's, it's a little nugget so far. So Trump's campaign was a daily sideshow of bad behavior. Okay, reasonable. <laughs> there were a number of curious things that were going on during his campaign. So that, again, just a, a little drop. It's not going to indicate a whole lot. Never thought he'd win the nomination. I know a bunch of Republicans. I just talked to some recently who talked about how they never thought he was going to win. They were complete anti-Trumpers, never Trumpers, and they were hoping that somebody else would win the nomination. They never thought he'd get there, so that's perfectly fine. Thought fellow Republicans would come to their senses. Okay, so I'm a, this concerns me a bit because uh, the author says they thought fellow Republicans would come to their senses. Of, of course, most of the Republican establishment did not accept Trump. They were not happy with him. They didn't want him to be the nominee and they resisted him at every step of the way until he won the nomination. Even then, they were still very unhappy about that. But it took a long time for them to be swayed, even after the actual election, for them to start working with him instead of seeing him as an outsider, which he was. And this is the biggest, biggest red flag along the way. So, and then, when this person was mulling over, apparently, despite being a Republican, mulling over whether to vote for Trump or Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton came under investigation by the FBI, and they explicitly say that that was a game changer. Quote, that was a game changer. The investigation by the FBI. And then, a following quote, you can't elect a president who's under FBI investigation, can you? Question mark. End quote. Are you kidding me? Like, this is such a clear liberal canard that says that okay, the only reason that Hillary Clinton lost was because she was being investigated by the FBI. If this writer had said something along the lines of, well, Hillary Clinton sucked. <laughs> she had a horrible, a lot of horrible, terrible things about her. Not the least of which her being completely disingenuous and lying about multiple things that are demonstrable and there's video evidence. Her seeming like a complete insider. Her not having accomplished much throughout her entire political career. Her standing by 
Bill Clinton after all the allegations and everything else that came out and many more things if this person had said okay all these things were terrible about Hillary but I was still mulling it over because I was really worried about how Trump was gonna act that's one thing when they said the only reason was because she was being investigated by the FBI for her emails <laughs> That's incredibly questionable, and then they, they pose it, of course, the way this is framed. You can't elect a president who is under FBI investigation, can you, question mark? Of course that's framed to be answered as, oh, of, yes you can, because the FBI investigation was totally invalid. Of course it wasn't invalid, because there were all sorts of questionable things going on with that. But beyond that, I mean, whether it was valid or not, it, the question here is just, okay, this is somebody who is saying that this is the only reason, this is the sole reason. There's no way on earth any Republican Republican period would say that the number one reason or any significant reason or the sole reason would be that she was being investigated by the FBI. There's no way on earth. So then the author goes on, while I had never seriously considered voting for Donald Trump, a federal investigation into possible president-elect was too much for me. I held my nose and voted for Trump as well as Marco Rubio for Senate, trusting that the checks and balances integral in a democracy were in place and would hold. Okay, number one, I mean, this person seems just generally not particularly educated or intelligent just period based on the on the writing style here but i love how they throw in marco marco rubio for senate as like some street cred look at this i've <laughs> I mean, that's the only one. But already, so already, just based on what has happened so far, I held my nose and voted for Trump, trusting that the checks and balances uh, were in place and would hold. And re-emphasizing that the only concern was the FBI investigation. Nothing else about Hillary Clinton. Nothing about how she's funded or where she gets her money or her seeming like a completely disingenuous robot or anything like that. Or her health. I mean, none of that was of any concern. It was just the investigation. Quote, I mailed my ballot in before I could change my mind. I remember thinking, how bad could it be? There are guardrails, right? It'll be fine, end quote. So already, I mailed my ballot in before I could change my my mind. Not, okay, I'd made my choice and we would see what happened, but before I could change my mind. So I, I already am concerned about being able to change my mind. And doesn't reference a single positive thing about Trump. That's one thing you know about Republicans, is that they'll say, okay, yeah, these things that Trump does or says, those are great. If we could just lose all the rest of the stuff, then that would be wonderful. But for this particular alleged Republican voter, the only question that was on their mind when it came to voting for president was an FBI investigation. Is anybody under an FBI investigation? Uh, yes, one of them. Okay, I have to choose the other one. That's the only consideration this person made. So then he's elected and quote, every day is a new outrage, a new abuse, a new way to marginalize and divide people. Every day is a new level of lawlessness and self-serving greed, end quote. Okay, no specifics whatsoever, of course. What are the outrages? What are the abuses? Uh, and they use specifically the leftist vernacular of talking about marginalization as opposed to some other way of talking about it. They use the word marginalized, but it's incredibly vague. Uh, who knows what they would be talking about here, but the, it's outrage, abuse, marginalization, division, lawlessness, and self-serving greed. Okay, uh, that's those are the reasons, apparently. Quote, Trump and his followers have worked to game the system for their political and financial gain. There are no guardrails. There are no checks and balances. Legal subpoenas, Trump says ignore them or make up some bogus immunity claim. End quote. Again, incredible incredibly vague. Who knows what they're talking about? So the judicial system, you know, the federal courts and circuit courts, state circuit courts and the Supreme Court, those haven't been checking whatever Trump wanted to do. He didn't, he hired hitmen, right? Instead of lawyers. No, of course not. He hired lawyers and he's going through the legal system. You can resist legal subpoenas in legal ways. I'm not even virtual. I'm as certain as I can be that this person isn't a lawyer. Or maybe they're trying to extremely dumb down <laughs> 
<laughs> what they what a Republican would sound like for the sake of make, making Republicans look stupid. I don't know, but this is incredibly vague and just complete nonsense. Obviously, we would need actual examples, details of what you're talking about. This person doesn't provide any of them. It just says vaguely these vague political politically charged points. So it's like they're gaming the system for their political and financial gain. Okay, how, when, where is this something that has happened before? Or is this the first time in the Trump administration? There are no guard. What do you talk about? There are no guardrails. So he's just been doing literally whatever he can think of with no checks, nobody pulling him back, no recognition of the legal restraints on what he can and can't do. You know, that's why he went to the courts again to get his wall built instead of just stealing billions of dollars at a out of the government coffers and making the wall. Quote, the abject cruelty to immigrants and others of brown and black skin are perfectly acceptable to Republicans as long as they win the next election and continue to hold power, end quote. So now it's not just Trump, it's all Republicans. The thing that you just were before, what, 2018 when you decided, that's when she said that there's the, the final breaking point was 2018. But now all Republicans are tossed into the same group. This is absolute leftist talking point. Cruelty to immigrants and others of brown and black Black skin, perfectly acceptable to all Republicans. So acceptable to you as of 2017, but not 2018. When you were a Republican in 2017, you were perfectly fine with the cruelty to immigrants and cruelty to people of brown and black skin. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. This is pure leftist talking point. This isn't reality. Quote, this political era has instilled an outrage and activism in me I never knew existed. End quote. Again, using leftist vernacular, outrage. You know, they use words like marginalize and cruelty to immigrants, whatever that means, and cruelty to people of brown black skin, whatever that means. Self-serving greed, whatever that means. And outrage. Like, that is an absolute leftist talking point. They talk about uh, how they're outraged at X or Y thing, this lack of political correctness here or there, whatever. Republicans don't generally talk about themselves as being outraged at whatever's going on. And then, I mean, this is what nails it, absolutely 100% nails it down here. So, in criticizing Trump's administration, these are the things that finally did it. I mean, even though at no point in this entire piece, throughout this person's political career, apparently, was this person actually on Trump's side or anything like that. But here's what the breaking point. Quote, families separated at our southern border and children in cages, the Parkland massacre, the ongoing Mueller investigations. The hits kept coming. My last straw was Trump's Helsinki debacle. End quote. Pure leftist talking points. So any Republican knows, obviously, families separated on the southern border was a function of law, laws that were already in place, and laws that, even though we don't have numbers because they were mysteriously disappeared by the by the Obama administration, these laws were already in place. I mean, it's really complicated. It goes into the Flores settlement and a whole bunch of other stuff, but these laws were already in place, and it was by function of law that families end up separated at the border. Obviously, nobody cries when families are separated by virtue of an American doing something illegal and being subject to jail time. They don't say, why aren't those children in the jail cell with them? We don't do that. But this was a manufactured outrage that was a function of law that was already in place. And children in cages, most of the pictures that you see related to children in cages were from the Obama administration, 2014-2015. Any Republican would know that. And even if they ultimately don't like Trump and don't want him to win or, or want to switch just because they're trying to get rid of him, they would recognize that and this wouldn't be the kinds of things that they bring up. The Parkland massacre, what does that have to do with Trump? What does that have anything to do with him? Any Republican would say that the deciding factor is not the gun. There are hundreds of millions of guns in the country. The vast majority
majority of those aren't used for illicit purposes. This is a function of other factors that are much more important than the actual gun. And again, if they wanted to resist Trump, that's perfectly fine. If they wanted to reject him outright, that's perfectly fine. But they would recognize this point as not going against him. And then the Mueller investigations, are you insane? The ones that turned up absolutely nothing? <laughs> And just to toss it in there, my last straw was Trump's Helsinki debacle. Helsinki, when he seemed to kowtow to Putin. And <laughs> at least that was the, the liberal narrative on the Helsinki meeting or whatever. So Mueller and Helsinki, the, the Russia narrative, Russia gate, all that nonsense. These are pure leftist talking points. A Republican who says, I'm rejecting Trump would say, he lacks respectability. He's undermining the value of the office. His spending is out of whack. He agreed to a budget deal that ballooned the deficit. He didn't fight back on that at all. He hasn't accomplished the things that he said he was going to go in there and accomplish. Those are the things that Republicans would have a problem with. Not every leftist talking point you could possibly imagine. And so, uh, I mean, just to add, add more evidence to this, then the person says that when she switched over to the Democratic side, uh, she did a whole bunch of research and checked their, quote, I checked their support of common sense gun reforms. I researched their healthcare positions, end quote. Yes, those are the most prominent issues that Republicans think about. If you were a Republican your whole life and you switch to Democrat, suddenly the most important things to you are going to be common sense gun reform and healthcare. It's not going to be immigration and spending and size of government and all that sort of stuff and being anti-war and protecting civil rights and constitutional rights. Those aren't going to be important. It's going to be suddenly the most important things to me are gun reforms and being anti-Second Amendment and healthcare. <laughs> Which I just don't want the government to be spending their money on. I mean, this is such nonsense. I mean, like, I could see a Republican switching over to somebody like Tulsi Gabbard just thinking that she is the more most reasonable and she has, she's like really anti-war and she's not crazy over this identity politics nonsense and she's a former soldier. She wants to increase spending on some stuff, but nowhere near to the degree of a whole bunch of other people. I could see that. But for a Republican to say the most important things to me, gun reform and healthcare, but there's no no way on earth. There's no way on earth. Quote, I'd taken for granted an America that was the world's leading democracy, a believer in human rights, and a nation that valued the melting pot that had made us the envy of all. Never in my wildest dreams could I imagined a presidency like this one, end quote. Again, melting pot valued the melting pot. Like that, that's what the value is, the value in diversity. A Republican would say, everybody's an individual, quit treating people as members of groups. It's not a matter of ensuring diversity, it's accepting whatever diversity happens to show up. So again, it's the leftist talk talking points. It's the vernacular of leftism that's bleeding through all over the place throughout this. Now, remember, this person is representing themselves. They're saying that I was a Republican my entire life until I voted for Trump. And then I realized that it was, it was wrong. It wasn't that it's not even that like Trump was the only Republican option. So I had to choose him, but I wish I could have a different Republican. It's that because of Trump, I've completely switched my position on absolutely everything and gone to the other side because of this one representative. I mean, it's not, if this person, had talked the whole time about how we need a different Republican. We need uh, to go back to the roots of Republicanism and get rid of this whatever Trump's doing. That would be a different story, but no, this is... <laughs> Uh, finally, quote, Trump and his party have lost this Republican. I can't imagine going back, end quote. So again, if we have another Republican show up that's like Ronald Reagan or all the other Republicans that you voted for, right? Like George W. Bush or whoever. If we had another Republican show up, you still wouldn't go back. You still wouldn't vote for them because you're completely on the other side now on all of the issues. This is such absolute nonsense. It's complete propaganda. And just, just for the sake of it, propaganda means information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, 
used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. That's obviously what this person is doing. There is no way that this is an actual Republican who's concerned about having voted for Donald Trump. I'm sure those articles are out there. I'm sure those people are out there. This is not one of them. This is pure propaganda. And it's showing up in a UK newspaper. <laughs> such nonsense. I mean, if anybody disagrees with me on this, please talk to me. Like, shoot me an email or something. TheLastCoffeeHouse.gmail.com I have, so I bought the domain. I don't know. <laughs> I know virtually nothing about any of this stuff. I tried to add a domain to my hosting site and it wasn't working. It kept saying it was, like, already populated. I don't know. There was some kind of goofy thing going on. So I, I was trying to get emails at my domain and set up the website, but it's just not working. And it's a freaking headache and I have too much to do. So sorry about that but right now it's just the last coffee at gmail.com you can tweet at me on twitter i like i said i never use the damn thing except to say that the episodes come out but i'll have a look if somebody ever tweets at me <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, I just want to know if anybody thinks this is actually a legitimate article, if this is actually a legitimate Republican who switched to a Democrat. Uh, there's no way, to my estimation, that this was ever a Republican or even like a moderate Democrat. <laughs> like, this is obvious, complete liberal talking points and complete nonsense. So my just general response analysis, uh, this is the most tepid support imaginable for Donald Trump. They already were concerned ahead of time and then right after mailing it, they were like, oh, I can't take it back. Oh no. Uh, they didn't say anything about a single positive policy that the guy enacted or promised enacting or anything positive about him in general, like saying, uh, you know, the tax cuts were good, but I'm worried about these other things or enforcing immigration law is great, but I'm worried about these other, nothing even approximating that. And not only that, the important issues that they referenced were about gun control and healthcare and the Russia investigation. I mean, complete leftist canards as having anything to do with Trump for one but like something bad about Trump, having anything to do about something bad about Trump means to criticize him. But also the fact that no Republican would have any interest in these issues as issues for switching the party. That's absolute insanity. And not only that, obviously, like I said, the vernacular, leftist vernacular, bleeds through all over the place. So it's just, it's so sad. It's so ridiculous. I mean, this is absolute, unquestionable fake news nonsense. There's no way this person actually exists and actually did the things that they say they're talking about. That's why so vague and BS. But it's still out there. It's still propagandizing. I'm sure some people have shared it to some other people and they said, oh no, look, this person supported Trump and now they hate Trump and they're a Democrat. That's what everybody should do. I'm sure there are people out there. Such nonsense. Uh, but I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to talk about it. It blew me away how no effort was put in whatsoever. <laughs> This is so terrible. And it's absolutely, it's hilarious that he has the whole system going against him, fighting against him every step of the way. All of the acceptable news sources. I was just reading, what was I reading? I was reading some book where they were talking about the New York Times. Oh, I think it was Hell's Angels or something like that. But so Hunter S. Thompson was talking about how respectable the New York Times was at the time and it giving its imprimatur to all of these hit pieces on the Hell's Angels and all that, all that sort of thing. And to some degree, it was like, oh, look at this like fake news back in the 60s, you know, about the Hells Angels and how dangerous they are. But still, it was like he still exhibited and expressed some kind of a reverence for the New York Times as a newspaper, you know? He's like saying that they don't do this most of the time, they're just making a mistake here. That they do a lot of good work. <laughs> 
But now, completely blown out of the water. I mean, the leftist news organizations now, they have obvious political biases. These things are being demonstrated by internal leaks all over the place. I remember there's, I mean, there are good reporters at the New York Times who are concerned about this, that, that they're trying to push a narrative, like the New York Times is trying to push a narrative to undermine Trump. They're political activists rather than just trying to report on what's going on and then put their opinion pieces in something else. They're making political activist moves to try to undermine Trump. And the independent, you know, I don't know anything about any of their other writers or reporters or the management or anything like that. And this was specifically written as an opinion piece, but this is complete trash. This is utter trash that nobody ever needs to read. It's completely disingenuous. It's obvious BS. And it actually is an interesting question to see where the resistance is, you know, in the Republican Party against Trump, what people are concerned about when it comes to Trump and what would be sufficient for them to switch parties, even though they would presumably disagree with most of the platform, the Democratic platform, you know, what would be the things that would motivate them to say that, no, this is too much. I can't deal with Trump. I'm going to have to go over to the other side. That's an interesting question. This isn't answering that question. This is pure nonsense, pure propaganda. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was the last coffee house. I hope that was enjoyable to some degree. <laughs> And I hope all is well, and I talked about some movies recently, I'm going to do the other Tarantino, the last four Tarantino movies, I'm going to do some books coming up, I'm finishing up some a number of books, and I've already finished a few fiction ones that I'm going to talk about, but otherwise I hope all is well, and thank you for listening, okay bye. <laughs>